Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Blue Wire. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A With another episode, and on this episode, we're talking to Steelers wide receiver James Washington. James, what's going on, man? What's going on? Uh, not much. Trying to get through these times. We've also we've been doing this podcast for like ten months, and I like I told you, I'm a diehard Ravens fan, Abe's an Eagles fan. So we have. So we got no beef. Yeah, we got no beef. Well, there's a little PA, <laughs> but not a ton. But there's. Mm-hmm. We had Boston Scott on. We've had zero Ravens. And now we have a second Steeler on the pod. I don't know why I keep doing this myself. We had Benny on. Benny was awesome. Third. We had Ike. Oh, we had Ike also, a retired Steeler. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. We got way too many Steeler ties here. But we are excited to have you. Uh, You said you're down in Texas? Yeah, so I'm down in my hometown, Stanford, Texas, right now. Nice. We saw you. Let me chime in here, Jack. So this is what I do with everyone from Texas on our podcast. But, uh, James, did you grow up a fan of the NFL, like in general? I did. Did I, you I have sure a team? I, yeah, so I'm actually probably two and a half hours from Dallas. So I grew up watching the Cowboys a lot. So that's what I was hoping you wouldn't say because every <laughs> person that we've had on from Texas – my first question to them is, were you raised correctly? Or however <laughs> I asked you, I said, were you a Cowboys fan? So, but now from my understanding and my learning, so from my really... learning, you were not raised correctly since you were raised a Cowboys fan. And I'm, I'm Man, sorry. It, it, it was almost like I was raised into it. You know, family watched it, so I had to. Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to dull our audience because this is a sad story. Growing up as a Cowboys fan, and they that's were an good, emotional. Though. They were good. <laughs> Listen, man. Were, I just pretty good back in the day. On behalf of the Snapback Podcast, I apologize for you being <laughs> right. the way you are. Enough with you, James. I'm curious because uh, I went to UT and you played in the Big Twelve, and you're from Texas. When you were being recruited and you were looking at colleges, was Texas on your list? What? Why did you end up uh, where you did? Uh, so growing up. I actually wanted to go to Texas Tech. So I had a couple of buddies who had season tickets, and I always go to Tech games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Texas never really popped up on my radar. I mean, it, I've always thought it was a good school, but I never really wanted to go there. Um, but, you know, I went to a few camps at Tech, and, you know, they never offered me. And then one day out of the blue, uh, Casey Dunn from Oklahoma State calls me and said he saw my film on Huddle. And wanted me to come up for a visit, and they offered me there on the spot. Yeah, and so I, mean, I never looked back and ran with it. 
Yeah, and he ran away from Texas DBs for years to come, which is the worst <laughs> part. Uh, we, we have a lot of troubles recruiting in-state. I don't know why. It, it seems like it should be the easiest part of what we do, but we pass up on pretty much anyone. You mean the from- big blue blood, we are back, Texas has trouble recruiting? Yeah. No. It's wild. Never. Well, we're getting good classes now, but we can never actually get good players. I don't know. It's a very interesting that's, situation. That's, that was, yeah, that was uh, oxymoron right five stars. Yeah, we do. We, they just never turn out like NFL stars like yourself, though. That's the only difference. That's what we're really <laughs> looking for. Um, but being See, from Texas, I, I know you are a big, like, Texan. Like, you have the ranch. Love to do that. So right. I, I had never heard of it, but I want to present it to the audience because we talked to Joe Reed, who's from UVA. He's gone into the draft, and he taught me about frog gigging. Is frog gigging a hobby of yours? It's actually not of mine, but I, I'm, I'm familiar with what he's talking about. So basically, you just get like a crappie jig or something and just kind of throw it by frogs and just kind of make it hop like a bug or something. You know, you usually just latch onto it and the hook will get stuck and then you just pull them in. But my way of frog jigging is going out on the bank with a 22 and just <laughs> shooting them and leaving them there because I don't eat them. <laughs> speaking of eating frogs i went on vacation like over over the new year and i was doing this thing where i was i was in mexico and i was like all right i'm on vacation like i love food i'm gonna try something new at every dinner i have every night and on the last night i saw frog legs for on the menu and i was like oh right. done i'm getting those they were so fire they were like chicken wings <laughs> essentially <laughs> You don't eat them That's yourself. Heard, but I, no, man, I, I I couldn't I couldn't make myself. What? So do you? I yeah. What are the there. What are the ranch stuff that you do eat? Because there's a lot of different options. Uh, well, I mean, you can have homegrown beef. Uh, you can a lot of venison. You know, deer hunting. And I actually just shot an elk probably a month and a half, two months ago. So I got quite a bit of. That's some lean meat right there. Elk. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, there's no fat to it at all. How'd you know that, Abe? Because I'm familiar with meat. I didn't realize you were familiar <laughs> with elk meat. I didn't realize that. I mean, meat, meat is meat is meat. But um, James, so you remind me of one of my favorite players in the NFL, Carson Wentz. Have you guys ever discussed uh, hunting and, and farm life? Because he's really big into that too. No, I haven't, but I, I've heard from a guy that knows him pretty good. Says he's a he's a big duck hunter. Yeah, he he's always posting uh, photos of him with about forty dead geese or <laughs> deer or something. That, so that seems yeah, that, that seems like a nice match right there. Are there any teammates of yours who are big hunters? Uh, I know actually Ben's a big hunter and, and Vance McDonald. They're both pretty big hunters. And there's a I think Dave DeCastro is a hunter too. There's quite a few guys on the team that hunt and duck. Devin Hodges. Ah, he's a true. Big too. So was that? Uh, yeah, was he thinking like maybe you have beef because you know he wants no pun intended. Yeah, he want, well he's a duck, <laughs> but he wanted to be like the star hunter of the team. You thought you were. Maybe he stops targeting you. Like, did you have to have that conversation? <laughs> no, we, we we got along pretty good, man. We we uh he kind of showed me the ropes on duck hunting a little bit. But I'm more of a predator hunter because that's about all I have to do, you know, once football season is over. Hunt coyotes and bobcats. But uh, he he wants me to kind of teach him the ropes and that. So maybe one day I'll get him down here to Texas. <laughs> so, you, 
So you brought up uh, Big Ben, and now he's actually in hunting. When is the last time you actually saw Big Ben? Uh, probably in January, which was the last time I've been in Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, Are you aware what he looks like right now? Oh, yeah. Big What's big. going on with that? Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> he looks honest, like something you can mistake for in the woods and by accident, you know, have a little <laughs> Big Ben for dinner. <laughs> nah, he, he, it's, it's cool, to be honest with you. I kind of like it. I wish I could grow a beard out. but <laughs> I nah, mean, I can't there's a difference like between that. a beard and a lumberjack. <laughs> All right, James, I, I need to know something. I need to know something because I told you we had Benny on. So tell me something about Benny Snell that he didn't tell us because he was trying to play it cool on the podcast so that we can then go make fun of him for it. He said he, he said he, he makes music. So if you, so you wanted to say his music trash, trash, then that would be perfect. But <laughs> no, else, that's fine. I haven't honestly. I haven't heard his music, but I've heard him kind of like freestyle with like James Conner and Jalen uh, Jalen Samuels and them. But he seems to be pretty good. But I did hear that he's like really good at Call of Duty. Okay, yeah, he he was hyping himself up. Do you play any COD? Uh yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm all right, I guess. Do you think there's I'm any correlation like, between me and Benny? No, between like playing Call of Duty and then actually going outside and shooting, you know, animals. Oh, for sure. I'd like to think of myself as a junior Chris Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> That is an incredible line. That is unbelievable. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty decent. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Wait, I, but what about this? Uh, this. So you play Call of Duty, but I saw a tweet that you were mentioned, and you were playing a video game, but it was really just a farming simulator where you were literally just like oh, yeah, yeah, taking yeah. care of the farm, but in a video game. <laughs> you want to touch yeah. on that a little bit? It's really all I got. Oh, it was Farming Simulator 19, and I was playing the game one day, and I had my front door unlocked, and Zach Banner just walks over there and just opens my door, and he's like, bro, no, you're not. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you're literally farming on your TV. <laughs> what about and, uh, Farmville? That was Yeah, I was going to say, like, we all grew up around yeah. Farmville on Facebook. Was that, like, your go-to game? Yes, I did actually play that. Back when it came out, I played it for quite a few years too. Had a pretty good farm on there, but <laughs> just kind of got away from it. Yeah. What makes a good farm? Oh, that's a good question. It depends on what you're and, doing. And a follow-up question: If you were gonna, if you were gonna compare your farm to a player in the NFL in terms of where they're at in the league, like if they have room to grow, if they're already at their peak. How does one get a good farm, and which NFL player most resembles your farm? Uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of starting out right now. Um, so, really, <clears throat> I don't have any, like, agricultural leave. Uh It's basically just <clears> – like, you, it's basically you could just have five or six cattle out there because most people feed if, – if you got pretty good soil and good composition in the ground – you can grow some pretty good grass and just kind of graze them out. 
Okay, so let me, I'm trying to do this in my head. So soil and composition underneath the ground, we'll compare that to offensive and defensive lines. Continue. Um, so basically it's like, uh, what do you, how do I, how do I say this? Um, so it's like the nitrogen, all that kind of stuff in the ground, the minerals, because sometimes you can have too much salt area and then you'll have a bare ground. But there's ways to fix it. You can put like liquid fertilizer down and it'll help help the grass or whatever you got there growing. But there's, there's, there's ways around it. I mean, it's, it just depends on how much money you want to spend too. <laughs> That's true. So, all right. So the, the, the hard-hitting question, if you were going to compare – uh, your farm to an NFL player in terms of their talent or ability or where they're at in terms of their career, who would you pick? Hmm. I'm going to have to go with my boy, uh, Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Ooh. Okay. People don't know about Deontay. People don't know about James's farm. That's true. Yeah. That's exactly. that's very true. All right, so it's, now that it's, now that you mentioned it has a lot of potential. <laughs> now go. that you mentioned an actual football player, maybe I don't know. It is a sports podcast, so I guess we have to cover some sports. So let's get into it. Uh Ravens, Steelers, beat you twice, just saying. Um, knocked you out of the playoff race on the final game of the year. What's the Steelers Ravens rivalry like for you? Man, it's 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 definitely a rival for sure, um, but you know a lot of those guys they're, they're respectful guys. You know it's not it it's a rivalry, but it doesn't seem like the rivalry like back in the day. You know, yeah. people are knocking each other out and stuff. But you kind of can't do that anymore either. So I guess that kind of takes some of it away. But um, you know it's it's definitely a dog fight when we play them. It also you know, feels like bring it every time. It feels like because both our teams have gone like very heavy offense. Not to say that both our teams don't have great defenses, obviously, but it just feels like back in the day, like you could win a Ravens Steelers game ten to six. Nowadays you gotta oh, put up sure. twenty plus points or you're out of luck. No doubt. Yeah, it's, uh... it's crazy how much the offense has changed since then. Yeah, it seems like the whole the whole league in general, really. There's a there's a big shift in terms of what we're used to and what we're seeing on the field. But um, talk to me about last year because you kind of bursted onto the scene in a year that was out of the ordinary for the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Because the whole Le'Veon and AB thing had settled down. Um, they came in with a new nucleus with Juju, yourself, James Conner on offense, and then um, Big Ben goes down which is something that obviously the Steelers haven't had used to. And it was kind of like Tomlin was keeping you guys together. You guys were still hanging in there. What was last year like for you? Uh, it was a roller coaster for sure. You know, uh, going down, then Mason coming in, and, and then the whole incident with Mason when we play the Ravens. And then, you know, Duck comes in. It's, it's like you, you're having to get used to so many different quarterbacks. Right. It's like every week that it, it could change, but no, it was definitely a difficult time, especially when you know Juju had went down against Cleveland, and then uh, uh, Deontay had got hurt. We didn't know if he was gonna make it back that next week or not. So, you know, as far as me trying to get ready, I'm trying to help other guys who 
got moved up, you know, to be ready for that week too, making sure that we were all good to go. Because at that point in time, when Juju went down, it was basically like I'm the old guy in the room now, you know. So it was like I was like the big brother to everybody. But right, so, so I, I, I feel like ahead. for what we had, you know, we kind of we kind of held it together. I mean, no, definitely know, for, for what sure. We had left. So James, I have a question. What is the like? You mentioned it when Mason got hit in the Ravens game. Earl is obviously a very respected player around the league and you can, you know, you can be honest. What was like the feeling around the locker room? It was obviously a high hit, but it didn't seem super intentional. And like you said, the rivalry isn't really about like dirty hits anymore or really hard hits. But did you guys think that was like intentionally high? What, what did you guys come away with? Uh, so when it happened, I actually didn't see it. He actually threw me the ball. And then I just – I got tackled, and then I turned around, and he's out on the ground. Yeah. But, you know, as you say, you know, Earl's really not a dirty player. He respects the game and respects the players. And, actually, I, I thought it was a clean hit myself. It just kind of caught him, I guess, in the right spot. But I do know, like, later on that evening, I know Earl, like, texted Mason and, like, was like, man, I – I hope you don't you don't think I did it on purpose because I know, I like I like you say I know Earl. I bet he didn't, but you know I, that just shows like the type of player he is to text Mason and just kind of reassure him on that. Oh, I wonder if Jadavion Clowney texted my quarterback after the playoff game. <laughs> Probably not. Doubt <laughs> <laughs> <I> it. <laughs> um. So. so- you know, we we now have, like, the Ravens are facing off against the Steelers twice a year, and you guys have a super just impressive receiving course. So it's you, Juju, Deontay, um, obviously Benny and James in the backfield, Ben coming back. What are you looking forward to this season? Uh, I'm looking forward to us being pretty explosive, uh, whether that's from the backfield or from receivers. And, you know, the defense – I don't think they'll keep a beat this next year. So I'm I'm, I'm looking for us to be pretty strong. That makes sense. So win the division strong, take down the Ravens twice a year strong. Like, come on, give me a quote. Oh, for sure. For sure. There I, we I, go. Think we, I think we can go all the way. All right, I'm I, texting uh, it to Adam I, Schefter I right confident. now. James Washington guarantees <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers Super Bowl. No. Is that what they do to you guys, yeah. James? Like, do you ever feel that way when you talk to, like, you know, ESPN or Yahoo media source, and they're just like, you say something, they take it completely out of context. Oh, people sure, will man. do that. It, it, it happens all the time. It's all wild. the time. Like, you're but just I'm like, here. you say something in an interview, you go home, you look on Twitter, you're just like, wait, what the? I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got Sometimes you just got to be careful what you say. But there, there are some guys that will turn your words around. You just got to know who to trust and who not to. Yeah, that was my next question is, do you know which guys, like, are good at manipulating and twisting words? And, like, are you more reserved to them in interviews than you are with other guys where you know they'll just, like, say it how it is? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. You can you can just kind of tell by the questions they ask or what type of interviewer or whatever they, they, they're asking. Right. Like, if I had phrased that question to James, like, 
how dirty of a hit did Earl Thomas make on Mason Rudolph? Like you could tell, you know, if if we were yeah, trying to get him off. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to our ranked segment. So on this week's ranked, we rank something every Thursday. And we are going to be ranking the worst household chores Abe and I found. Wait a second. Yeah. We didn't say household. That affects That's my ranking. That's true. Okay, okay. The worst chores. The worst chores. I mean, well, well, what? I guess we'll find no, out. No, your don't list. worry about it. Yeah, I don't know many non-household chores. Like, I still consider a farm or a ranch to be a household. That's fine. I okay. just wanted to make sure that household word wasn't in there. All right. So I'll kick <laughs> it off. <laughs> James, you'll go last. We're, it'll be my third. Abe's third, then we'll snake, so you'll have your third and second. So be prepared for that. But I'll start. Mine's pretty simple. Number three, uh, folding laundry. Not the actual process of doing laundry. It's just like after it's all said and done, just having to fold it and then put it away is just like such a mental just Honestly, I'm, on I'm the surprised body. I didn't think about that. That wasn't on your list? Folding That's not laundry? on my list. I would have put it at three because I'm very confident in my one and two. Okay. But since you took it, I'll go elsewhere. Wait, so this, it was like, on your list or it wasn't? It wasn't, but it should be my three. But since you chose it, I'll keep my three. You know Got what it. I mean? Okay. Um, This isn't really that bad to most people. I just personally hate it. And I always had to do it in my house. Emptying the dishwasher. Mm, that's similar to mine because it's like it's not the actual doing the dishes it's just the emptying it's that yeah no and the thing is the cabinets are right above my dishwasher (laughs) it shouldn't be that big of an issue it's just like so (laughs) repetitive and annoying i don't know okay fair enough uh james what's your number three yeah uh i'm gonna gonna have to go with sweeping and mopping the house man i gosh i can't stand it It hurts my back you know bending (laughs) over the whole time yeah, I can't. I can't stand it. Yeah, cause, well, what about the the when you have to do it by yourself and no one has the dustpan for you and you're sweeping it into you? Okay, that's the fellas. worst one. Oh, fellas, sure. fellas, fellas, James, James, yeah, James, James, Jack. This is 2020. Like, don't you Swiffer and vacuum? It's the same thing. I I. Well, I'm I'm more of a traditional guy, you know. Okay. I feel like you get All to right. better cleaning that way. Oh, don't get me wrong. I don't like mopping or sweeping. Don't like. It. I don't like it either. <laughs> yeah, Abe's like a big fan of just I'm mopping. Not, I'm not sticking up for mopping and sweeping. But all right, James, we're sticking with you. We're gonna snake it. So, what's your number two? Oh man, my number two will probably be the uh, hoeing weeds out of the yard. That's what I'm gonna say. That's fair. As a farmer, that makes sense, but I cannot relate to that. <laughs> Yeah, because sometimes you got to get those weeds out because they'll overtake your grass. And then, then it's like you have no grass and then your yard looks bad. I feel that. My number two, and this is where the household gets thrown out the window. So I had my one and three, but I couldn't think of my two. And then it's kind of fitting for the time that we're in. My number two worst chore that you have to do. No, this is, do this. I already know what you're going to say. Going to the doctor or dentist no. is not a chore. No, but doing okay. your taxes is a chore. Okay, okay. And fair. that sucks. Fair. Because I just got hit with an X amount of money that I owe to the city of Philadelphia for my taxes, <laughs> where I thought I wasn't doing it. So having to do your taxes and pay for just some bullshit on the street, like, come on. <laughs> I hate doing your taxes. I'm not saying don't do your taxes. You know what I mean? Do your taxes. But it's saying F, don't do your taxes. As a big F you to the government. Maybe take a little bit because you get an extension, especially with what's going on. Yeah. Um, I filed my taxes. I didn't enjoy it. So that's my number two worst chore I hate is doing your taxes. 
right, solid. All right, my number two is very specific. It's different. But dentist is a good one. Yeah, that's not true though. Because that's the worst thing ever. Right, that's not true. I actually don't hate the dentist. I, well, people always yell at me for that. But James, do you hate the dentist? No, man, it's not. It's not bad to me. It's not okay, that Jack, bad. Before you go on, let's talk about the dentist. <laughs> what the do you dentist, hate so much about the dentist? The dentist. <laughs> Is as close to hell no, as is. we have on planet Earth. <laughs> no, it is not. Because you go in there. I love the little filling, like the the mouth guard. They you get. go in there. Like if I played in the like NFL, shit. I would play with that little mouth guard of filling. Oh my god! What do they call fluoride? <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. Okay, so the dentist. You go bad, in there. It, it's not that bad. It smells like shit. No, it doesn't. It's, it's always so sanitized. You always have to wait. You, well, you know that you know that you're going in there, and nothing that they do in there will feel good, except for you, you weirdo with the fluoride. <laughs> they're stabbing at your mouth. They're poking in there, and the worst part about the dentist is the dentist that talks to you, and you're just like, oh, yeah. uh, I, I don't know, I dude, just, I can't answer your question. I you're just, stabbing at my mouth. I just, you have the ceiling TVs at your dentist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just watch some cartoons. I get some fluoride. I'm out of there. I, I don't think it's fluoride. Stabs. I don't know. All right, my number two. Is specific. It's different than Abe's of unloading the dishwasher. It's washing the dishes. And what bothers me is when I cook, I want to eat my hot meal. But then if you use a pan and you use seasoning or anything like that, if you don't, if you don't wash those dishes, like pretty close from when you're done cooking the meal, you know what happens. It gets all crusty and it'll stick to the pan. So that just like, I never know what to do. Do I wait for my food to cool down like a little and then finish the dishes? So that stuff pisses me off. That's my number two. I'm sticking uh, with you for number one. Yeah, my number one. You're going to take mine. No, no, I don't think so. It's pretty basic. I don't know if it, it's definitely not that big of a deal, but it's just like making my bed every morning. I, I'm not going to lie. I just don't do it. Like, I don't it was, do it either. It was a thing I was taught, just make your bed. And I have found if I do make my bed, it is nice coming home to a nice, neat bed, but I just hate it. I can't do it. It takes probably 18 seconds to do, and I just never do it. So when I moved out of the house after college and I got an apartment, I was like, okay, like I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a man now. Oh, look <laughs> at me. Boo, boo, boo. I can take out the trash myself. I don't need my mom. So I started making my bed. I'll be honest, before I would go to work, before I would go to work, I would make my bed. And I would be so proud of myself when I did it. And when I got home, I'd come home and my bed is all made and I'd be so happy. And I get in the bed, it's like tight covers that lasted for about three weeks. Yeah. Um, so I definitely Every hate day. So my number one is similar. Wait, hold on. James, do you make your bed? I do every day. Wow. Is it, is it more of a mental thing or just like you've done it your entire life? Uh, it's more of a mental. So, so I grew up with a bunch of like cousins who were military. Mm-hmm. So, like you know how they say, making your bed is a the first step of accomplishment for that day. You know, yeah. it sets you up for success the whole day. So, it's it's it really works, man. Seriously, yeah, it works. no, it does. There's Abe. You can admit in those three weeks, and like whenever I do it, it does feel good. And listen. So there's two things, and I want to play devil's advocate here um, because a lot of people say when you make your bed first thing in the morning, you've already accomplished something. Right. You Pump have. Pump the brakes. No, you have. Pump the no, brakes. No, you have. It, because Let, it's a mental thing. 
listen, listen, listen. It helps you. It sets you up for the rest of your day, knowing that you you've done something productive. Mm. <laughs> but but you you didn't do anything. Yes, you okay? did. You did not. Ac- yes, you okay. Did. I disagree uh, strongly with you. So why don't we? I'm make gonna say a fame resume. Talk about what? Why don't we talk about how many beds they make on a daily basis when we talk about a Hall of Fame? Because, you know, it's that not guy, is that, because no one talks about how many weights they lift. See, this is either. the pussification of America. No, we're shut giving up. accomplishments. I'm making your bed it's in not the an morning. accomplishment. It's a mental thing, and I think another mental thing is like, what about not snoozing your alarm? If you don't snooze your alarm, is that do an that. accomplishment? You don't snooze your alarm, you get up. I get up right away. Yeah. You get out of bed when your guys' alarms go off. You get straight out of bed, or you go on Twitter. I look at my phone for like five minutes and yeah. I go take a piss. Okay. No, definitely. So you wake up. Okay. I don't, yeah, I don't hit the snooze button. But my number one is similar to Jack's, but a little different. Since I don't make my, I'm sure. It is hand down when you're doing your sheets and you have to put new sheets back on your bed. Oh my God. When it's not the right side and one corner. <laughs> it's never reach. the right side. Oh it's my literally god, never the, the right most side. painful thing to do, and then it never fits the last corner. You're like, come on, come on, come and then on. it falls and then the other, other corner. Explodes. Yeah, oh, is that my a god. Chore? doing that with one person, I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. Yeah, that is that's a good number one. All right, James, take us home. Man, my, my number one will probably be managing this little farm that I have now. That's, that's your number one chore, your little farm. I read number. that it was 26 acres. Yeah, twenty six acres, man. That's little I, co- compared to guys out here. That's that's yeah, very Texas, small. Texas. All right, but hold on, we're, James. We're, don't you love it? Isn't that like your passion? Oh, for sure, I, I love doing it. But when it's when it's hot outside, you're doing it. You're walking twenty six acres with a weed eater. Oh. It, it it kind of starts to suck after a while. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. That actually <laughs> sounds bru- that makes Abe crying about putting sheets on his bed sound a little lighter. Abe, okay, well that huh? still sucks. But um, so <laughs> if, while you while you were talking about that, I googled because I'm curious because like an acre is not a standard form of measurement. Like not everyone knows what an acre looks like. It's a so I googled twenty six acres this, in miles. Think of an an acre is a is a block. Ah, okay yeah so let's dumb it down oh my god that's massive think about new york like 27 blocks yeah james how fast could you run from one end of your farm to the other (laughs) oh uh that's the only way i'll understand how big it is (laughs) let's see i i probably could do it in about would you take an uber Two, three minutes, maybe, if I'm running for a So, like a time. half mile. No, a little bit. Whoa, little whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you just have him as, like, a six-minute? He's faster than that. Six-minute miles fast as shit, Jack. Not for James Washington. It's not James, could you run under a six-minute mile? Easily. Oh, for no. sure. Easily. Dude, under? Run, okay. Could you Listen, run sub five? Right. Could you run sub five? Yeah. Abe, I don't think you understand how slow that is. I can run like a mid six minute mile. You're not in the NFL, Abe. Do you hear what you're saying? You can now run a six. Now it makes sense. Okay, a but James, six, all right, I'm not, not, miles, I'm not knocking miles. your athleticism, but you can't run a sub five mile. Oh, oh, oh no! Come on, I, Abe. I think yeah. you. I think you're wrong here. <laughs> Let's do the math. Let's do the math. What was a your forty sub time? Five what minute was your mile? 40 time? 
James, what was your 40 time? Do you remember? Uh, the four or five run at the combine. I mean, oh, obviously he can't. He can't sustain that. Yeah, so but. he's gonna sprint. A <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think like what the. Uh, what was your mile time? Yeah, I just ran a four five one. <laughs> four five one. So you could run like probably a hundred yards every twelve seconds, right? That's a football field's worth. Yeah, just making right. it up. yeah. Twelve a hundred yards, a hundred yards every twelve seconds, and there's seventeen hundred yards in a mile. Okay, 12 seconds. This is this is what we do. Dude, it's why don't you ad- just look at how many yards are in an acre? How many yards in an acre? Well, no, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about how fast could he run a mile. Well, it started with me asking how yeah, fast yeah. could he All run right. from one so to you, James, what do you think you could run? You think sub five? I'll bet somewhere about there. Okay. I believe it. I really do. I will water your farm if you can run under Wow. All 26 acres. I don't know if you have a sprinkler really? system that does that automatically, but I'll press the button to turn it on. Treadmill or like outside? No, What's outside. Little... Actually, no. Treadmill's harder. Is it? Yeah, 100%. Treadmill's harder, man. 100%. Yeah, because you can't reach like a top speed, I guess. Okay. No, all it's right. just like you're running in place, you're pounding on the. Th- all right. So he's going to run a mile. And if it's sub five, we're flying you down to Texas and you have to water every square inch of his 26 acre farm. <laughs> Yes. I'm, I am so in. What happens if he doesn't? What if, what if it's 502? Mm. We'll think on it. We got to come up with something good. Because I know you'll come up with something. Don't Ooh, the Eagles the, play? Don't, the, don't we play Eagles Steelers play this year, right? Yeah, but okay. I thought of something better than going to the game. Okay. He has to come and put my new sheets on my bed every time I watch them. <laughs> <laughs> You hate your chore, I hate mine. Listen, that's a bigger bet than any term of money you can make on the podcast. Oh, man. Uh, All right, James, we appreciate it. What's your – give us a shout. I'm not sure you want to sign that contract. On your uh, social media, uh, just so that everyone listening can follow you and uh, stay tuned for our little wager. What's your Instagram? Oh, yeah. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram, JamesWashington13. Dope. And how did I mean I wore so funny story. I actually wore 13 growing up. My favorite number was 23 because that's my birthday. That's MJ. That's a lot of great players. And then I was playing on my travel soccer team. And they told me, listen, we don't have any numbers higher than 20. So I was like, all right, 13, I guess is a step down. Then some hotshot number one recruit in the state comes on the team. And all of a sudden, number 23 is available. It's crazy how that works out. So I ended up being 13. What? Are, why are you 13? Because it's unlucky, well, right? Because I, well, it, I got I got 13 just because I couldn't wear 28. And so mm-hmm. what I was gonna do was go half of 28 with 14, but 14 was already taken at the time. So I just took what they had. <laughs> kind of just ended up. What What was 28? Uh, so 28 was my cousin's number that growing up I went and watched him play. So he kind of inspired me to play football. So that's just what I wore all through high school and college. That's dope. That's really dope. Mm. All right, James. We appreciate the time. Stay safe out there. Keep uh, keep the As fun. a matter of fact, I'm right in my room right now. I might just throw these bad boys in the wash since I know you can't run under a five-minute <laughs> and then you'll just, you'll just take a flight over. 
Uh, right, James Washington, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver. James, we appreciate you coming on. We told you, we did warn you that we don't really talk sports. At least we gave you the fair warning. But be safe down in Texas. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Oh yeah, for sure. Y'all too, man. Best of luck, James. I right, appreciate it.